Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Now, have you ever had a little niggly pain that you've been ignoring? And lots of us have started you know, a health regime at some point, only to ignore the pain in the back or knee until it's too late. We're a bit further down the road and it just kind of slips us up and then all of a sudden we can't keep on our fitness journey. Well, Roland Murphy from Fit by 15 is here to explain how to bulletproof your workout. Morning, Roland. Hey, how are you? Well, I'm good. I have a little pain just on the front of my shin bone. So, and I'm not joking to you, I'm not joking to you. So it's like... It's only when I kind of sit, if I tuck my left leg under my body, and so you know the way you'd kind of, you'd feel like you're pushing your left leg forward. After a while, then I kind of feel this little niggly pain. What, I mean, do you want to diagnose me now or we'll do it after the chat? Uh, we'll do it after the chat. Okay, But we are talking about these niggly pains and how you can avoid them by kind of bulletproofing yourself before your workout. Have you got tips for us? Like, what, 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 what can we do to make sure this kind of stuff that's happening to me isn't happening? Yeah, so I suppose, first off, it's all kind of born out of the fact that every year, around this time of year, people are always complaining that they've dropped off the wagon after their New Year resolution off. They're going to start running or walking or doing their new fitness regime. Yeah. And eventually, I kind of got a bit peed off about it. And I was like, right, I'm actually going to do a bit of homework on this and figure out why people are actually dropping off. Mm. Like, what's the cause of it? And it turns out, basically, like you said, they tend to develop a niggle about two months, maybe three months in as a result of not paying attention to their body and warming up correctly and mobilizing and strengthening all the relevant areas. It seems that the majority of people who drop off tend to develop a niggle because they only focus on big muscle groups. Okay. And they don't really focus on the smaller areas. So let's have a look at the ankle or the knee. It's a joint and around the joint is a series of tendons and ligaments along with muscles that, you know, hold the joint together and allow it to move in the planes of movement it's supposed to move in. But you're only as strong as your weakest link. So if you just focus on working on the muscles, let's say your quad muscles around at the top of your knee, yeah, and you don't work on the tendons and ligaments that are actually holding the knee in place, then they would tend to fail. And as a result, you'd have your injury. Gotcha. So, you know, you become disheartened and you fall off the wagon. And two weeks later, after eating ice cream on the couch, you're kind of sitting there a little longer going, oh, kick the can down the road a little further. And then all of a sudden it's May or it's June and you're completely couchized. Yeah. Okay, so so how do we then protect ourselves or work those, you know, less obvious elements of the body than than sinews and the ligaments and all those things? So it's pretty important that when you're working, you're you're mobilizing the joints primarily, and then from the joints, you're working into the tendons and the ligaments. So, for example, around the ankle, it's as simple as rolling the ankle because if you're rolling the ankle, you're moving through all planes of movement that the ankle was designed to do. Right, and then you can start gradually increasing the range of movement and adding more resistance to it as you go. So if your body gets used to moving in the planes, or your ankle gets used to moving in the planes, it's designed to move in, and then you're gradually increasing the resistance that it's exposed to, so it becomes stronger while it's moving. So then when you're going out for a run and you step on a stone or a rock and your ankle goes off at at an odd angle, you're not going to roll your ankle because the tendons and ligaments around it are a lot stronger. Yeah, that's one of the things that, that particularly that movement can be so terrifying. Like if you ever step off a curb badly or whatever, and you're like, because you just know that your ankle's gone on a strange move. But it, I suppose, if, as you say, if you're giving your ankle a little bit of that information regularly going, you know what, if this happens, it will be fine because we're strong now. That makes a lot of sense. 
Exactly. And a lot of people would say they're getting pain, let's say, around their knees or their back. Cause they're, so we did. I was involved in a survey with a crowd called Nuasan in Galway, the mm. body care brand. And they were, they were like me. They were very interested as to why people take up new regimes and what happens and how they drop off. And they did a survey with a, a lot of people. And the two most prominent injuries that happened with people who took up a new regime of walking and running tended to be the knee and the lower back. Now, from my experience, the knee and the lower back actually aren't the injury themselves. It's a signpost that something is going wrong elsewhere in the body. So when someone comes into me with the likes of a knee injury or a a lower back injury, I will analyze above and below, so the ankle or the hip. And if I'm if I'm looking at a back injury, I tend to analyze around the uh, the hips and the knees. You always, I remember because I've trained with you, Ron, and I do remember yeah. again complaining of a lower back pain, and you kept getting me to, uh, want of a better term, stretch my arse, and I was yeah. like, it's not my arse, it's my back. You're like, just do it, just do it. And as I worked through the glutes, as I now know they're called, uh, mm-hmm. it was actually that the glutes were tight, and and that was causing the back pain but if I'd done back exercises that wouldn't have done anything for me no exactly so you get people treat the actual pain at site as opposed to the cause of it yeah so if you treat the cause of it further on the or further back along the line the pain will then disappear so it can be pretty hard to find obviously so you got to have a look at how someone moves you got to have a look at the biomechanics around the knee and the ankle and the hips but eventually you will be able to find the cause of the actual injury and it might be miles away from the actual pain site itself but with a lot of people, like, let's have a quick chat about yourself. What position are you currently in right now? I am sitting on my hoop. There you go. All right, so you're sitting down. Yeah. When you're sitting down, your glutes aren't working. Yeah. So 99.9% of the population are probably sitting down listening to this right now. And when you're sitting down, your glutes aren't working and your skeleton of your body just kind of slumps into that position. So after a while, the body tends to get used to not using the glutes. So when you need to squat or lunge or run or run up and down the stairs or pick something up off the floor and the body goes, all right, glutes, it's time to fire. The glutes go, well, I don't really feel like it. (laughs) I haven't been doing any firing. Yeah. So as a result, something else in the body has to take the job on because your body is still going to move regardless of whether the glutes fire or not. Yeah. So your knee might go or your lower back might go or because those glutes are just simply not used to working the way they're supposed to be worked. So when I'm bulletproofing, I always focus on three areas. You've got your tendons and ligaments, which are around the joints. So they're essentially holding your joint in place. And they need to be strengthened, like we talked about. So you roll your ankle or you're flexing your knees, you're moving your knees through all the planes movement. And then you gradually start increasing the range of movement. And then you gradually start increasing a little bit of resistance to get it used to excess weight other than your own body weight. And then the joints themselves need to be mobilized. So you need to make sure that the joint can move through as much of a range that it's designed to as possible. Yeah. Perfect example of that is the hips. Like if I sat down on the floor and I lean back on my two hands and I collapse my knees to the left and then to the right, that's my hips working. But technically my knees should get all the way to the floor and slightly beyond. Right. But my hips aren't mobile enough to get through that range. So I'm always trying to increase that range of movement. And then lastly, it's the one everyone focuses on and forgets the other two, is the muscles. The muscles need to be strengthened. So if you get that trifecta, you're golden. And I presume this stuff doesn't have to take a very long time. And the more regularly you do it, you'll see the benefits. So you should be doing it even on days you're not training. Exactly. Like So I've, I've been on before and I'm, I'm a big advocate of, of little and often. And with the Fit by 15 program we do, I've brought, boiled it down into five minute warm up. And it's literally for minute one, you're going to roll your ankles. For minute two, you're going to work through your knees. And for minute three, you're going to work through your hips. And then the other two minutes, you're going to mobilize through the lower back and work the muscles as well. 
and it can be as basic as sitting on a chair and literally going up onto your toes and rolling your ankles around to more advanced athletes whereby you're standing on one leg and you're going up onto your toes and you've got a weight in your hand and you're trying to offset your weight on your balance just to try to trick the ankle into working harder. So you can be absolute beginner up to advanced. And if you focused on this for no more than five minutes every day, like I, I'm not a gambling man, but I'd be very, very confident that, you know, 99% of issues like ankle, knee, hip, lower back issues would be taken off the table. But, you know, we all tend to be a little bit lazy sometimes. So uh, that's the first bit that gets pushed to the side when we're tight on time. Yes. Want to get one, one of the most important elements, and as you say, the one to do every day, not just the days you're training. Rona Murphy from Fit by 15 at Fit by underscore 15 on Instagram. Thank you as always for joining us and uh, sharing your insights. Thanks, Mel, for having me today. Cheers, Rob. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.